HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market, a dynamic leader in the quality food business, a mission-driven company that aims to set the standards of excellence for food retailers. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. I'm Damon Bolte, host of The Speakeasy. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music. With musical dudes. Finger on the pulse. Snacky tunes.
I mean, this is a Sunday. We got beautiful music. We got Micheladas. We got Daniel King coming on live later. Song. Very, very nice. Ooh, that was Should we shout out to the two other singers on that song? Uh, Langdon Graves and John Atzberger. Oh, John. Yeah. Poor Little Willie. Great. Poor Little Great Willie. Song. Off the new, new, new? Yeah, new? very. The new, the new. 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 The new oh, new. is it that yeah. new, new? It's not that old, old. No, no. It's no, that no, new, it's that new, new, new. new. Um, we're going to hear songs from um, Lucky Enough later on live in the show. Uh, Aren't we lucky enough? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> Told you, bring your pun game, my friend. Bring your, he already dusted it off. Bring, bring, he, yeah. uh, he had his pun spotter on early, uh, yeah. early on. Shout out to Nika from The Drink. Shout out to yeah. The Drink. Shout out to Adam. Oh, shout out to their... Nika and Adam at The Drink. You know, they bought a barrel, Julius of, they the bought a barrel of bourbon. I tried some last yeah. time I was there, and it's delicious. It's delicious. delicious. Uh, I saw them while well, we nursed it. To, we understood. Yeah, Shout ben, out to Ben and Maggie. Ben and Congratulations. Wedding. Yeah. They fell asleep and like Adam had one arm around Nika and one arm around the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very cute. Yeah, we uh, we had took a few weeks off uh, after celebrating uh, episode 200. And uh, if you uh, want to head over to the Heritage Radio Network SoundCloud page, uh, Snacky Tunes Live Volume 5 is up now. Volume 5. Volume 5. Shout it out. And uh, a lot of shout outs. Shout out. I'm Darren Bresnan. And, and a summer shout outs. I'm Greg Bresnan. Just listening to Snacky Tunes if you haven't figured mm-hmm. that out yet. Uh, but up first, Gorilla Hut. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about brackish. Oh, we're going to talk about brackish stuff? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, we have Gorilla Conduit Company in the house. Welcome. Thank you. Hola. Thank you. I feel like we have been uh, r- I, running in similar circles and seeing each other for so long. Um, it is true. And it was always like a, hey, what's up? But I don't think we ever like, got introduced until... I, I mean, I guess I want to say the Momofuku Brooklyn Brewery dinner yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah, the Kaizen dinner yeah. whatever, two months ago. That long ago, I know. I felt like I was on a blind date with you. Yeah, because I came in, I I was texting Andrew, 
And uh, it was at the new, what's the name? Humboldt and... Humboldt and Jackson. Humboldt and Jackson, which is a great spot, which is sort of a pop-up restaurant, but also a cheese bar. Yeah, it's like a bar, tasting room, event space, it's communal great. kitchen craziness. It's great. Needs <laughs> needs an HVAC system, but short of that. <laughs> uh, but I can't... always like the last thing that comes in, though? Dude, the, it's, it, that's always what's grandfathered in. Yeah. So right. they, they barely work as it is. And Or they're the first thing to get cut. It's like, people don't need... They, It'll, they'll be a fine. They'll know. They're in a, they know. It's only smoke. Yeah. It's Everybody only... loves smoke. Uh, but no, I came in late and I got to sit at the bar and I met Jess and it was uh, we were just talking and just... It's always great. It, I mean, you know, whenever you sit at the bar for those types of events, you're like, all right, well, there's three people here who don't seem like they like walked in at the last moment. So who are you and, and how did you score these seats? And it worked out well. And then you started telling me about the hot sauce that you guys made. Yeah. Um, which is delicious. But let's go all the way back to getting. So you two are together. We we are. We're we're a thing. You're a thing. Um, are you so a back co- off, listeners? Yeah, back <laughs> off. Yeah. Are you? Uh, are, would you consider yourself like a, a condiment power couple? I, I think that's a great way to describe <laughs> us. Actually, the the power couple of condiments. Yeah. Uh, Partners in both uh, business and life. Nice. Yeah, that's very nice. And pleasure. Ooh. Oh. Well, isn't that one and the same? Yeah. <laughs> that word just comes better out of her. Yeah. 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 Wait, can we hear you say it? Pleasure. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, um, p- pleasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, how did you two meet? Um, well, Brendan was a chef at my favorite restaurant in Denver. Which was? Studio City, okay. which was all vegetarian, vegan, awesomeness. Were you a ski bunny? Um, I Snow- actually was head designer for a snowboard company out there for five years. So I guess you could say that. Um, but he never remembered my name, and I was helping out a friend with a food event because uh, I did a little private chefing on the side as well. And um, I was just being a smart ass, and I finally got his attention. How? Um, I just said hi. Have you seen her eyes? That, that. Oh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Yes. And I Boom, gave him shit it. about never remembering my name. That's how, always, that's always a how long? Way. How long did it take for you to remember her name? I, I I remember her name the first time, according to me. So I don't know. I don't know how long that was. I would say probably about six months. Oh, that's good. That's fair. That's that's that is fine. So how did you go from um, lovers in no, Denver? No, 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 no. And how? No. What you did you cook for her on your first date, or did you go out to eat? Oh, we went out to eat. Lovely, lovely dinner. Beautiful spot. Sat at the bar. Ate everything. Then I took her for ski ball. Oh, oh is that a euphemism? Um, whatever, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Okay, it, it could be. <laughs> okay, well, that from, one up. now can I ask my question? No, 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 you go no, from, no, no. Stop. No. What was the first thing <laughs> you cooked her? I made him dinner the first time because I hated his udon noodle bowl. I wanted to show him how it was made. Oh. <laughs> do, do you guys need the room? Dang. Okay, Greg, now ask your question. Oh, okay. So how did you go from Denver? Am I doing this well? How did you go from Denver to making condiments? Or how did that What brought begin? you out to New York? Well... So the condiment thing for me started when I was in Denver, uh, working at that restaurant, City O City. Um, made all the condiments there, hot sauce, ketchup, um, every dressing. I mean, I, I just fell in love with condiments, did my own jamming, pickling, the whole thing. So started that out there, and then she decided that she needed to be in New York. So I followed her out here with no real plan, um, other than to just be out here with her and you know be with my, my girl and be in love. Uh, you know, did, uh, how many, and when was this? How long ago was this? Uh, a year, I think actually a year, like today, even like this weekend. 
When did you start doing condiments? When when did you get started interested in that? That was at the the old space. No, in no, no. How many years ago? I mean, was it like a lifelong thing? Like, I mean, I would say four or five years ago is when I really started getting interested in into it pretty hardcore, making a lot of hot sauce, doing doing different things. Are like there that. any mass produced condiments? I mean, you know, like Hellman's or Heinz that you're like, I get what they're doing. Well, for me, when I started making ketchup, I told myself that I would never serve my ketchup until it was better than Heinz because they've been doing it for like a hundred years. So and. Is it now better than Heinz? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's serving it, isn't he? Hey, you, hey, are you not paying attention to no, that story? No, you sure? Hey, that, story, that story definitely had like a beginning, middle, and end. I'm Sometimes just, I question your commitment to Heinz, snacky too. Go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there we go. I like that. No high, you know, mine doesn't have high fructose corn syrup and you know dead babies. So, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but as far as other broadband uh, labels, you know, we talk about Tabasco all the time, and if we could. If we could someday be the new Tabasco family, I'd be really stoked on that. You know, every time I read about... There was actually another article recently in the Times about Tabasco. I don't know why they don't push how artisanal it is. I mean, it's really an insane process. Like three, The process is nuts. It's aged three years in barrels. Yep. It's just like this whole thing. And maybe because they don't have to, but I feel like if any product came out now that was doing what they were doing, that would be like... The, that's the lead. Absolutely. And but they bury it. And to self-promote a little more, that's yeah. what we're trying to be. Anyway, so enough about... <laughs> about but, I mean, Tabasco is like... I mean, it's it's crazy. Cause it's giant. I, I, I mean, I bet they sell just as many ties these days as they do bottles of hot sauce. Oh, you mean for, like, weddings and stuff? Yeah, you know, Tabasco ties, pants, and honey, underwear. Honey, this is a formal affair. Please wear your Tabasco. <laughs> so you're into hot sauce, and you, you're, and you go, all right, I'm getting in the game. Skin in the game. Pepper skin in the game. When did it shift from going, like, I'm making this for the restaurant to going... We're going to do this. Well, for me, it was something I always did. But <clears throat> as as a chef, it's hard to kind of get that business mind about it and find the time to do the things that are necessary yeah. to have a business. So, you know, when it was the two of us being, you know, the power couple, as as you said, um, oh, yeah. she kind of really helped out and, you know, brought a vision to, you know, my ideas and actually, you know, you know, ma- you know materialized what I had always hoped would be, you know, the condiment company. Is that where the design comes from? Um, well, she's the designer. Um, the logo itself was a self-portrait I drew of myself a handful of years ago. Wow. I had, on, on acid. <laughs> yes. In the dark. <laughs> and then uh, I carved it out as a stamp on linoleum. So the original bottles were actually hand-rolled wow. on a linoleum block. And Jess, being the awesome designer she is, uh, formulated an actual paper label because hand rolling hundreds of bottles would be exhausting well they're actually not paper but they definitely look like it i have a close friend in denver that makes labels so he's hooked it up self ink monster self-portrait this yeah (laughs) you don't see it big red gorilla i don't (laughs) all right no i get it oh Uh, darren it's um it's in the style of self-hatred oh okay yeah isn't all art yeah Yeah. (laughs) um let's play a song all right, we'll play a song and then I want to come back because I want to actually talk about um, uh, what we can do, what you can do with it. Because these mini chiladas are awesome, and I threw it on some fried chicken the other day. And I want to talk about cooking. I want to talk about the future. I want to talk about where you can get it. Can you get it in stores? Uh, yeah, there is a couple. We're Marlowe, uh, Gourmet Guild, Greenpoint Cheese and Meat. Oh yeah, that place is great. Greenpoint. Yeah, yeah they have awesome. this like farmer's cheese that my it re- reminiscent of what our grandmother used to serve us when we were young in Brooklyn. It was great. Yeah, good story. It's a nice little small story, I like it. Yeah.
so we're here with the Gorilla Condiment Company, and um, interesting choice for a name. Yes. Um, and it's not Gorilla like the animal, but more, more like Gorilla fighting tactics. Uh, the warfare. Or warfare. the marketing, depending on what aggressiveness you're taking, what uh, stance you're taking. What is your stance on aggressiveness for this? Really, the idea behind Gorilla was to create a company that was in our control, um, something that we build and we are responsible and in charge of the growth or the the not the lack of you know the success or failure of the company and with all the regulations and the stipulations that it takes to have a business these days especially a food business and with the giant you know companies that are in the game we really wanted to be you know for lack of a better term, a, a micro business, because I really do feel like the future of small business is that idea of, you know, micro and the smaller it is, the better. Um, so really, it is kind of, a, I don't know, it, it, it is a stance and we want to use it as something to to grow on and to hopefully become more and more involved in, you know, the, the economic and economic environment of our surroundings. How do you guys do or how did you establish like the way you do production? Are you you're based here, right, in Brooklyn? Yeah, we we actually are making our sauce out of Humboldt and Jackson, which we were talking earlier. Shout out, shout out. Um, working in their kitchen, uh, super small batch. Like that's what we were doing before we got it's here today. Super small, super small. Literally, we did uh, five gallons of sauce today. Five gallons of red, five gallons of green, and that's giant for us. How many balls is that? Uh, like eight cases of each. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it's super small batch, handmade, hand bottled, hand labeled. It's it's the two of us doing the whole thing from beginning to end. But at some point, I mean, do you feel that like when you're going to get to a level where you have to either employ more people or get a little bit more automated, right? Absolutely, but like I said, I really want to keep that in my control. And yeah. you know, it's not that I necessarily have anything against people who co-pack their products, but I'd rather become my own co-packer than kind of. What's you know, co-packing? Uh, co-packing is where you send off your oh, recipe, send off your product to oh, somebody yeah. else to have them make it and bottle it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, if you're a small, small business, there's nothing wrong with it. But for me, when I look at our company, you know, it's something that I, I would rather be in more control. On. And I, I have a control issue, so I, I need to be involved in it. <laughs> I have control issues, but that usually around whiskey. Well, I, that, that's <laughs> lack thereof. <laughs> um so, you know, do you, I know you got you cook a lot and we I came to that event with you. Do you do any events with the hot sauce or any branded events? A, a bit. We really are trying to make a push uh for Gorilla right now. Uh probably the biggest thing we have coming up right now is uh we're doing a golf outing. Ooh. Yeah, it's like an industry drunk fest at a golf course. Go and, on. And uh we well we make micheladas. Um, These are delicious. Yeah. Well, they are. You know, it, I feel like when you serve some of Michelada in the middle of their binge drinking session, it slows them down just enough that yeah. they stay alive. You know, and you got some nutrients and some some spice in there to keep your heart beating. Um, yeah. Get get, get that here. What music do you listen to when you're making hot sauce? What what do, what do we got? What's the soundtrack? Brendan loves to jam out to some hip hop. Okay. So he like gets his wigger roots in. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, you know, old school, new school. It can be anything from Wu Tang to, you know, embarrassing stuff that we're not going to mention on air. Oh, really? come on, just one. Just I one. mean, there might be a Drake track or two. It's fine on my Spotify, and I will dance to it. I'm just saying. 
Okay. But I'm just going to tell you I only listen to The Roots and A Tribe Called Quest. How about that? Okay. okay. We won't tell anyone. Yeah, we'll, uh, hey. have, we'll have Liz edit that out. You actually don't have to worry about because no one listens to this show. Exactly. So no you know, I figured, you know, listening to Our parents know. <laughs> um, so the micheladas are awesome, but do you ever use it for savory cooking? I mean, I know that I put it on top of, shout out to Birds and Bubble, which is Sarah's new place. I had some leftovers and I threw the green on there and it was fantastic. But do you ever use it as like, what would you replace it as? I mean, I would replace any anywhere you're going to use sriracha or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I think that that's the place to do it. I mean, you could, you know, use it to make all kinds of snacks in the oven. You know, like everybody's into sriracha corn nuts, sriracha chips, sriracha whatever. So I would definitely use it in those applications. Also, I mean, you could make a really banging peanut sauce with it. Instead mm. of putting some hot sauce or sambal in there, you could, you know, do all kinds of stuff. And then the more the more typical applications that it was made for. I, the reason I want to make hot sauce is the reason I love hot sauce. Breakfast. Okay, I'm with you. Tacos. I know those. Noodle bowls. I'm familiar. Who, who's with, making the noodles? Which one of you two? You've learned. You've learned. That'll be uh, that'll be an ongoing battle yeah. for sure. I would say that I take care of the Asian noodles. He takes care of the Italian noodles. I can't top him on that. Okay. okay. Ever. Okay. okay. Hey. Hey, that's, couple. that's 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 what it means to be a couple. Yeah, compromise. <laughs> Com- noodle. Yeah, a little hot. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I'm here. That's a little bit of a preview from Daniel King of what's coming up in the next half of the show. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, a little hot broth coming out. Noodling. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, right. So you said what you can get in the stores. Which restaurants are carrying this? Oh, right now we're at uh, Meadow Suite over in South Williamsburg. Humboldt and Jackson has it at their bar in Williamsburg. Uh, the Tradesmen on Bushwick Avenue. Oh, Do nice. we have any new accounts? Where we have some soon to be. Soon, oh, black market over in the city is going to be our first nice. uh, Ooh, uh, Manhattan it, account. Punch it into Manhattan. Yeah, my my good friends the GM at those spots over there. So that was kind of my in there, and I was like, "You have oysters, serve hot sauce." Yeah, come on, Fuck you already have the vessel. Sauce. Oh, that's another thing I need it on all the time is oysters. Oh yeah, and the- we're going to be at Boe on the nineteenth for oyster happy hour, actually. Okay. Okay. Promoting our promoting our brand, and they're gonna hopefully start selling it there as well. So, all right, come see us. Serious question: the hot sauce game is very dense and you know crowded. I feel like everybody who wants to make a food product who's a celebrity makes a hot sauce. A lot of metal guys, a lot of rock rollers. How do you cut through the noise? For us, it's about branding and quality. Um, I, I think the first thing you notice when you look at our bottle is it's not a dude with like flames fa- flying out of his ass, which I think is a miss. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> you know, like we, we kind of, you know, I feel everybody takes like the ass burning, you know, poop stinging. You know, they go in that direction. We, I, I guess you'd say we classed it up a bit, maybe. But in the branding there, um, to do, you know, to focus on that, and then also the quality of our product. And like I was saying, just kind of keeping the control in our hands yeah. and doing everything ourselves and really not looking to, you know, s- slow and steady and, and take over the world in a few years, not trying to conquer it tomorrow. Hey, man, I hear you. Slow and steady. Yeah. So next up is uh, Taint Sweatin' Purple Hot Sauce. Ooh, purple. Taint. Yeah. Purple taint. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, no. We're, we're going to ru- wrap it up. We're going to go on that riff for a while. Um, all right. So you guys are all up on the social media. Why don't you shout it out? Why don't you spell it out, too? Because yeah, you got social. You better at spelling. 
Oh, it's uh, it's Gorilla G U E R I L L A Condiment Co. Wait, one R or two R's? Two R's. Two R's. Maybe you don't. Maybe you aren't the best. Maybe not. Here, maybe yeah. G U G U E R R I L L A underscore condiment underscore co. That's our Instagram handle. C O. Yes. Awesome. Instagram and then the website where you can order it, right? Uh, website's not quite up, but soon will be up, and that's just gorillacondimentco.com. I thought I said you could order it online. Bottle at a time? Um, I don't think so. I don't really have that up and running yet. It's okay. kind of a sham. Well, it's kind of, uh, like if okay. you click on it, you'll just be disappointed. So uh, okay. don't click on it yet. It's don't all click. under construction. <laughs> well, look, you it, know, it's our version of our Kickstarter where we just take your money and don't send you anything. <laughs> have you got? Did you guys do a Kickstarter? Uh, we're talking about it. Uh, we have some friends that you know are videographers and maybe doing something cool like that. But we've we've been too busy trying to make money and hot sauce to really think about Kickstarter. So yeah, that'd be great. Okay, you guys gonna stick around and eat some pizza with us? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, what do you got next, GB? Um, so, record release party on Friday night with our boys from Lemonade. Lemonade! We'll be um, live on Snacky Tunes in November, December. Oh, really? Come back from the road. Yep. Awesome. They're going on tour with Yelly for like 23 dates. Amazing. Yeah. It takes it back. I know. What uh, was her song again? Uh, I, it's French, so obviously I can't pronounce it. I thought you knew French. No, I don't. Um, Are you sure?
Classic. God damn, I got pizza in my mouth. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not my fault. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. That new album is good. If you like good music, like good times, mm, this hot sauce is so good on this pizza. Uh, Daniel, yes, I feel sir. like we already welcomed you. So let's just get right into no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's welcome. Give him proper welcome. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Yeah, welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank Fine. you for having Sorry. me. Yeah. Yeah. Says the guy with pizza in his mouth. No, it's gone. Okay. It's, it's, it's on its way <laughs> out. It started. So, um, we met through our friend Nika. Yeah, Nika uh, at the drink. Yeah, because you just had your uh, record release, right? I over did. There? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the record. Let's talk about a little history of Daniel King. Sure. Where does it Where does it start? Cold, cold night. Uh, mm. <laughs> cold night. Mm. Yeah. It, there's probably a, co- a few cold nights in there. Um, it starts in Long Island, actually, which is kind of weird. Um, so you're 12 listening to Billy Joel. I'm with you so far. Absolutely. Okay. Younger yeah. than that, listening to Billy Joel. A friend of mine actually just asked me last week, is it required of, you, uh, required of you to like Billy Joel, being from Long Island? And I said, required? No, but why wouldn't I? Yeah. It's yeah. the best. What's your favorite track? Uh, that Miami song? Mm. Yeah. That one is so... That one's good. Or scenes from an Italian restaurant. Can't really go wrong. Yeah. No. I used to eat at that restaurant all the time. Uh Best hour of podcast is Alec Baldwin, Billy Joel, on his show. I've never listened to it. Do yourself a favor. I'll email. I'll send it to you. Turn yeah. off this. Turn off this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go listen to it. anyway. Um, yeah. So Long Island, Billy Joel. Long Island. Yeah. Um, I didn't make it very far. I moved to the city. Uh, I went to Brooklyn College. Didn't think I really ever wanted to make music, and then just had this itch all of a sudden and started playing. And uh, this is my second record. Lucky enough. Um, where did the uh, itch come from, or how did how did the itch begin I, to? Go? I have no idea. Uh, I moved here with a kid I grew up skateboarding with, and Shredding. we just wanted to skate. We just wanted to do that, and I brought my guitar, always played it, and we just started writing silly songs. And then one day I sat down and tried to write a serious song, and came out sort of sort of serious, sort of serious, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But then just started progressing into I'm going to go play a show and. Go to this open mic, and I've met so many amazing people. Spike Hill, uh, Gustavo Rodriguez has helped me so much booking shows all over the city. Where was your uh, what was your first open mic experience? Well, I'd already been playing full sets before I played at open uh, an open mic, so that was kind of interesting. Um, going from having forty five minutes or an hour on stage versus one or two songs, and that was an interesting change and I found that I would get more nervous at an open mic than I would get playing a full set why did if you were already I always kind of felt like open uh, like when Darren and I first moved here and we were starting DJing like I was like trying to figure out how we could DJ more and they were like open hour sets like bring your bring your record no no bring your iPod oh yeah bring your iPod well it was it was early days then so still but I was like fuck it well, let's just throw our own parties because that seems. Yeah, do you feel it, like it's like a counterproductive thing, or a little bit? I I had that notion, but then I re- quickly realized that my peers at the open mic all are amazing, amazing musicians, and um, they've helped me grow, and I hope I've helped them grow, and that's how I've met a majority. The majority of my friends here is. Through open mics. So you're saying that I mean I, I mean I'm very it's very easy for me to stand corrected. But so like what is the I mean it's fine I make a mistake or two. Oh, uh, you know, you're not wrong in thinking too. that. Yeah, but I mean so like what is like what is the actual community around open mics? 
and, and where do you and where did well, you I do? Well, your... I go to Spike Hill okay. every Tuesday yeah. still, um, pretty much. Uh, Spike Hill has a Tuesday night open mic from seven to nine, hosted by Gustavo Rodriguez, and he's just a great guy. He books for venues all over, and he'll watch you. And when he thinks that you're ready, he'll give you a show. And that's there, a great way. Is there to... a nod or a tap or some sort of movement that you look for? <laughs> he's like, uh, like you know. Like a nod and a wink? Like, you got this. Yeah, it's something like that. Gustavo gave me the nod wink tonight. Yeah. No. Big things are happening. Yeah, he he means business when you meet him. And then when you when you crack the shell, he's a real sweetheart. Let's hear a song. Hold on a second. I want to ask one more question. Does, I just want to ask a question about <laughs> Gustavo. Um, sure. Is it like when you make it like Gustavo would like you to have a drink with him after the show tonight? Is there, oh, it's is exactly it, like that. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Yes. Amazing. Does he have like a booth in Spike Hill and it's like, oh, it's oh, like, yeah. will you join? He has a little oh. hat. He takes his hat off and, you know. Oh my God. Take, take me through. So it's like, I just, I, I've been playing Tuesday nights for like two years. I finally wrote a few, a good 10 minutes. What yeah. happens? Um, he'll say, hey, I have an opening. Do you have any interest in playing at, you know, playing a Tuesday night here um, after the open mic, full set? And pours you a drink. Pours you a drink. Uh, for me, it's always a yingling while I'm there, and he knows me for it. Philadelphia. Yeah, well, Potts, Pottstown. Pottsville, right? Pottsville, yeah. Pottsville, PA. Um, I drink a lot of those, and it's just a good environment. If anyone out there listening is interested in playing music, and you live around here, Spike Hill open mic, Tuesday nights. Okay, all right. Uh, is there any way... Well, we can do two things. One, yeah. song off Lucky Enough, we'll just see him apropos. Sure. Or... The first half serious song you wrote. Ooh. Yeah. Just to give a context. I don't even know what the first half serious song I wrote. Well, that makes would be. an easy decision, doesn't it? We'll we'll stick with the lucky enough. Okay. Let's hear off the new record. Alright. Uh, which one is this? I'm gonna play um, Daniel's Dream. Search high and low to the bottom of my soul until I find my better half. Tomorrow I'll go, I'll leave till I know that there is a house worth coming home to. a face that waits in this place and answers only to my calling and I wake each day with an angel next to me floating on a cloud made of heaven with a gift each day my legs walk free But there's nowhere I want to walk to With a touch of love and a kiss filled with sin There's nothing in this world that's worth seeing And I'll drink too hard and my blood gets thin I'm held in the arms of Lord's mercy 
like a storm in the whistling wind. Raindrops are the only things falling. I know part of me wishes I had also booked you to come on in like December or January. Is it wintertime music? It's kind of, well, it's, I don't, yeah. Yes, it's wintertime music, but in like in the best way possible where like that, a bottle of whiskey, like a bunch of stories, maybe right. some cigarettes, what even though I don't really smoke. What whiskey? Does, it does that. Um, you know, a little hot whiskey, cast strength whiskey, if you will. Let's. See, I don't even know what that is. Cask- so whiskey is distilled, diluted down yeah, to forty percent. You were trying to tell me this before. Yeah, so it's diluted down to forty percent, but cask strength is what they pull out before they dilute it. So um, you can get some like red breast will make a cask. It's. I mean, it's just it's fire. It's like a higher proof whiskey. So you know, take that for what you will. Ugh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But it's called hot whiskey. Was that okay. the sound of your hangover? Um, yeah, that was the sound of my body going like, "Dude, come on!" Yeah, um, like, and and you can pay you can pay top dollar for this. Uh, but let's let's talk about your instrument and your amp for a second, because sure. uh, a it sounds great, and b it looks kind of old. Oh yeah, so this, this thing's old. This uh, this is a Harmony from 1965. Uh, it was an acoustic originally, and I put an old Diarmond pickup on it, and I have an old Silvertone amp. Um, from 1958. How did how do they come into your uh, your life? Uh, they're actually becoming increasingly more sought after. Mm. Uh, they made a pretty decent guitar, and they make really good electric guitars, or made really good electric guitars. These pickups are really sought after, uh, and have been for a while. Uh, I found this guitar for a hundred bucks. I needed some work. I did the work. I put this pickup on there. I found the amp for two hundred. It's pretty good. You said it was Sears? <laughs> yeah. Um, Harmony, Harmony K, um, Silvertone, they all sold out of Sears Roebuck. Um, 
Sears used to sell everything. Yeah, they really did. You could buy a house. You could buy a house. Yeah. No, you, yeah. Prefab you really house. could. Oh, okay. You could. One that you like. You'd have to put it. Like a Levittown type house. No. Sure. Yeah. Is that a Long Island? What are you trying to say here? No, <laughs> Le- Levittown is Pennsylvania. Well, hey, well, thanks for being Long on Island Snacky too. Tunes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, you could, you could buy a prefab house and put it together. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Like pre IKEA. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, they still sell prefab houses. <laughs> Do they come with sure. the Sure, I just don't think you can mail order them anymore. It's. I mean, it was better than Ikea. That's for sure. <laughs> Sears. Yeah. America Sears. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. So once you um, got past, uh, I mean, do you still do open mic? I do. I go every week. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you like went to like, well, like this is a new generation where you went and you still participate. I still go. I've met my, I play in an old time band as well. Um, play, we call it Americanta. That's uh Yep. Yeah. Okay. No, I got you. No, yeah, that's good. I'm with you. Yeah. Or yeah. sub rural. Those are uh, some O John jokes that yeah. I adopted. Uh, I met, I met my bandmates, John and Lizzie. They're, uh, happily married couple. I met them playing in an open mic and we play together all the time. And uh, I mean, where do you also where do you frequent besides this? Like, where are the gigs that are you know? Where are you gigging? Really, I like I like playing at the drink. That's my favorite place to play. I feel like it's an extension of my living room. I mean, they built it right. They did. Um, I like playing there. Um, I really like playing uh, Brooklyn Rodden Gun, which is I don't think I know it. It's not. It's a really. It's really a Rodden Gun club. Oh it's, yeah, it's over, over on, on Kent. Kent. Yeah, I don't, what's yeah? Walk? You've walked, you've walked past it. It's the place on Kent that looks like just, it's like next to the garden area. It's a little unkempt. Oh, that place. Oh, yeah. that's just like it's like a doorway yeah. and it kind of spills out. Yeah, they have okay. like one type of beer, one they have type like of whiskey. Grill. Wait, it, you buy like a, it's called membership, right? Sorry, it's called yeah. Rod and Rod and Gun. Brooklyn Rod and Gun. Yeah, is Rod and Gun a thing? Rod. Not rod, rod, like oh, a fishing rod, got it. and a gun. Got it. Rotten gun. <laughs> what well, I know is like, you, well, you said it's like a real rotten gun thing. Yeah, you like just a, leave the gun in a jar of mayonnaise for like a couple of months. <laughs> rotten gun. Uh, yeah, I like playing there. I like the, these smaller places where maybe you're not. It's not a music venue per se. That fa- that place feels like pretty loose. It's really that's that's the way I prefer it. I've yeah. played bigger shows. I like playing Grand Victory. Um, yeah, there's great sound over there. The the guy Ryan. Ryan Jones, who does sound over there, is a real professional, and it's good Profesh. to it's good to work with him. I like working with him a lot. Uh, why don't we get a, why don't we get another song in there? Sure, uh, maybe I'll play an old time song. Okay. Oh yeah, sound great. Americant. Americanta. Canta. Americanta. Keep up, Darren. Keep up. I'm I'm a, I'm here. <laughs> What's the name of the song? This song is a. Uh, just a closer walk with thee. You might have heard uh, Patsy Cline sing it before, or um, a lot of people. If you've ever seen the movie Cool Hand Luke, it's in there. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton sings it in there. Let's get a little bit more volume there. Get a little crunch.
Irish American, yeah, no, uh, no real heat in that subset. Oh, I was raised on meat and potatoes, and I find that that's what I crave still. Yeah, um, any particular type of meat in those meat and potatoes? It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Boiled, <laughs> but very specific about the potatoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, I like. I don't know. My mom makes a meat and meatloaf. Pretty, pretty mean meatloaf. You know, I've had meatloaf like. Maybe once in my life. Really, I've yeah. had some incredible meatloaf. It really? like it never yeah. really came. Uh, it's never really come up in my. Uh, you ever go to Peter's on Bedford Avenue? Yeah, uh, yeah. They make meatloaf there. They do good meatloaf. Try the meatloaf. Really? It's all about the crust. Yeah. Just and that like, one has like, mushrooms on it. And... It's good. It's one of those dishes where when you have really good meatloaf, you go, "Oh right, this is why this just got so popular." But most of the time, you just eat the the garbage shit. Yeah. But even that's fine. I mean, <laughs> that's, <laughs> food shouldn't taste like car- cardboard, man. No, I don't know. Sometimes I want cardboard. Uh, hey, man, you put a little is, is uh, meatloaf like, hot sauce on there. Is meatloaf like your pizza? You're like, no, I probably eat it like once every three or four months. Okay, um, is pizza your pizza? Pizza is definitely my pizza. Yeah, 
Um, That's a good T-shirt. Pizza, pizza, my, pizza is my homeboy. My, my other, my, my other pizza is a slice of pizza. Yeah, my other pizza. Is a pizza. <laughs> Uh, the shirt is a Porsche. So what do you so what do you got coming up? So Tuesday nights, people know where to catch it with the open mic. Uh, yeah, I'm actually heading to Nashville tonight, so I won't be there this week. You've got quite the the trip planned. Yeah, heading to Nashville. Gonna try to play some some tunes. Not so some, it's like train to a car. Train to a car to Virginia to yeah to another car to hitchhike. No, no hitchhiking. Jump the rails. There's a car. There's a car involved. Um, get there. I've never been there. It's great. I'm looking go to go to Princess, to get oh, some yeah. hot chicken. Well, yeah, <laughs> I have a list of. Don't places get the hot chicken. To. Just get like the the fried chicken. I don't, I'm I'm handling this just fine. I haven't yeah. had, really had it. Uh, yeah, but most hot sauce is not going to treat. Well, you, you know, as I tr- I tried to uh, order the hot at Princess. You can get like you know not medium hot, really hot. I tried to order the hot, and they like wouldn't. They wouldn't let me. But you could, you wouldn't have been able to eat it. Well, that's my decision. No, I'm, there's a lot of places I'm, that do that. I've been to a lot of Thai restaurants that refuse to give me the hot. Do you like? Do you then like pull out a bottle of like I make hot sauce for a living? No, they're like you. You you have to have the medium. Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I agree. With but that. I mean, the hot okay is really that. hot. Yeah. I mean, how, what is your spice level intake? I mean, I, I like spice, but there are times that I regret my decision. I mean, when the last time we were at um, India Szechuan, that uh, fish right. dish was yeah. like almost it was it was angry. It was like mean. There's that place. It's in- just like it was like you got a dumb haircut. <laughs> and your face is stupid, and I'm going to punish you for making this d- this awful, awful choice because you saw some other families eating it and you thought you could hang. Well, sorry. When the sweat starts pooling like directly under your eyes, oh yeah, and it's just like uh, it never stops. So, so, how badly are my eyes going to sweat when I eat this? <laughs> the eye sweat. Maybe the that's what sweat. that's the new thing for our bottle is the eye sweat level. Just, is that uh, what you guys call crying? Yeah. <laughs> do you? Uh, do you- <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Well played. Maybe she, maybe she just put one tier. <laughs> one tier. Maybe you should. That's how it should be. The level of different spiciness for your hot sauce is just like one tier, two tiers, three tiers, and just tattoo it down the gorilla's yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, it would yeah. match your self portrait because you do have four or five prison tier tattoos. I do. <laughs> you can't see him, radio folks. It, uh, I, yeah. But you wear it well. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wear it well. There's another place called Arnold's that is a James Beard heritage site that like is known for its meat and threes, which seems to be quite of your yeah culinary sure. alley. So it's me and, it's and three the sides from uh, Third Man Records. Okay, so make an afternoon great. of it. Make I also, I mean, yeah. I really love like soul food, and yeah. anything like that. And soul um, food. How long are you gonna be down there for? A week. Okay, oh, yeah. oh, nice. And then I come back and um, I come back um, su- late Sunday night, and I'm playing a show at Manhattan Inn. Uh, I love that place. Um, with Tim Porbay and uh, Ben Kronberg is the host. He's a great Mr. Ben Kronberg, huh? Man. Yes. He's a, what, a friend of mine from Denver. We're both, both uh, Denverites. Look at this. Six degrees. Full circle. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. He's someone I met by going to the Spike Hill open mic. Oh, yeah. He goes every week. Um, he's, scout, talent scouting? Uh, he's not quite a talent scout. He's he's a, an amazing comedian. He, uh, I would love it if he and like, Gustavo had like a rivalry. It's like you come here... And you, you can my go talent. with Gus, or you can yeah. go with... You come to man. my house. Yeah. You take my talent. <laughs> kind of is like that, actually. Ben just kind of got his own hashtag from uh, uh, Roseanne Barr on... Yeah, he um, was on Last Comic Last Standing. Last Standing. And she said, go fuck yourself, Ben Cronberg. And that's uh, his new mantra. Yeah, really? It seems to be. <laughs> did, she, did she mean it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She meant it. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Can you just... For... Well, he has this one joke where he's, he'll stand there for a few minutes and not say anything, and he'll look at his phone... And then you say what? 
you guys start working when you get to your jobs right away? <laughs> and it's, it's funny when he does it. It's, it's great. But she was like, it looked like he wasted a lot of time up there or whatever she said. And um, it was stupid. He, he's great. And he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And for I mean, it's I think it's been good for him to get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Attention. Oh, he, he turned. I mean, I guess you meant it as a negative thing, but he kind of turned it around. Plus, he's yeah. kind of the king of awkward. Like that's. Oh, yeah. He is. The, the feeling that like the butterflies in your stomach when you watch his show is kind of what he's going for. Oh, man. OK. That's cool. I can't wait to crawl out of my skin when I see him. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Myers just a few weeks after. Like he's he's killing it. Yeah. Awesome. I'm awesome. happy to have him host and Tim Porbay is another brilliant musician and that's uh yeah. that's a big that back room in Manhattan Inn is just awesome. Yeah, I've never played there. I've seen cool. shows there and it's cool. You can do anything with the piano back there? I mean, it's there. No, I think I'm just going to play this thing and let it get crunchy just Ooh. by myself. Get crunchy at Manhattan Inn. Um yeah. I want to make sure we have time to get one more song in, but um nuts and bolts where can people find you? Get the new record. Um, stuff. You can go to trailerfire.com. Uh, <laughs> it's on. It's on Angel Fire. <laughs> it's hosted by that. Yeah. Trailer Fire is the the small label that uh, helped me put this record out. Um, I'm so happy to be up there with those guys. Um, Where are they? They're based out of New York, North Carolina, and Los Angeles. Nice. Um, they're Take great. I'm happy to be a part of that. Um, you can find me on Instagram. At Daniel George King, uh, I try to I try to be good at that stuff. How's your Graham game? It's it's punny. Oh uh, my god! Can't wait. To <laughs> Cannot wait. All right. Well, uh, Gorilla Condiment Co. Thanks for coming on as well. Our pleasure. Thank Super you. Super pumped. Yeah, and uh, we're back in the swing of it for the fall. Yeah, we're not. We're here. So, for all of our friends who listen, if you guys want to hang out, we're just in the mix for the next few months. I, I I'm going to go on record. I hate when you say that. What do you mean? That's it. Deep in the mix. <sighs> Shout out to mom and dad for listening, tuning in. And thanks for everyone getting in the mix with us today. Just it's we're so deep, we're so in it. I'm gonna mix it up. You know what I mean? This will be my last snacky tunes. It was really you know, episode two hundred and one, sometimes you just got no one to bow out. First off, it's two oh two. It's two oh two. It's two oh two. And uh, I was in the mix by myself last time, so that's maybe why you lost count. Oh. So it's two oh one for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Goodbye. It's been a great five years. Really? Right. Like no. that? Yeah. Can we I'm, talk I'm, out, I'm out of the mix. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk offline about this, and you can tell me what your pros and cons are of that statement. Okay, guys, uh, thank Daniel, you so much. Thank what's the, you. What's thank the last you. thing you're gonna take us out with? Uh, I'm gonna play some folks sometimes. It's a song about how drinking can get you in trouble. Uh, it was a wedding. Whoa, last, I was whoa, at a wedding on, last week. On, where there is... were a lot of uh, apologies on the Saturday wedding <laughs> with the Sunday apology. <laughs> Did I get too weird?
eyes of that sun and Sometimes I get hammered and Sometimes I get nailed Oh, I'm so sorry, baby It looks like I've already We talk about food, we talk about music, with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tunes. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.